I want to speak to you today about three reasons for hope after lockdown. The Apostle Paul writes, For what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas and then to the Twelve. After that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time, most of whom are still living though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, he appeared to me also, as to one abnormally born. At the start of this year, the Financial Times released an editorial entitled Reasons to Have Hope in 2021. In the article, they said that for many, 2020 will always be synonymous with misery, The pandemic will be remembered for isolation, anxiety and loss. And yet beneath the surface, there have been trends and shifts that give us more grounds for hope for the future. And then only a few weeks ago, the Prime Minister Boris Johnson said in his speech, outlining the roadmap out of lockdown, that there is a light ahead leading us to a spring and summer, which I think will be seasons of hope. Hope really is in the air. We have something to look forward to at last. I wonder what it might be for you. Perhaps it's hugging a loved one. Perhaps it's that first post-lockdown haircut. Perhaps it's finally going on that date with the person you've been messaging for three months. The light at the end of the COVID tunnel seems to be fast approaching, and yet we're not out of the woods yet. There are still concerns over the variants, the effectiveness of the vaccine, and even if we do get to some kind of normality, It strikes me that life before the pandemic had its challenges too. What if the things we're hoping for still don't get to happen as we expected? Or what if they do and they leave us unfulfilled? What do we hope for then? Easter marks the celebration of the resurrection of Jesus and the Christian hope is not in just a something, but in a someone, the person of the risen Jesus. And the first reason for hope is a hope from the past. Hope from the past. The Apostle Paul writes, For what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures, that he was buried and he was raised on the third day. And goes on to say that Christ indeed has been raised from the dead. The resurrection of Jesus on that first Easter day is the single most important event in all of history. No one has had a greater influence throughout history than Jesus. We even divide our calendar, BC and AD, revolving around his life. When I was growing up, I didn't know just how much evidence there was for the resurrection. And after getting into Cambridge University to study English and not having a faith of my own, I explored many things that first year, but God was not one of them. However, after finding the classic student party lifestyle deeply unsatisfying, deeply unhopeful, Some friends of mine invited me to attend a talk on the resurrection, where I heard for the first time the staggering amount of evidence, not only from the New Testament, but from secular historians as well, for the death and resurrection of Jesus. I heard about the fact that the tomb was empty, that the risen Jesus appeared to over 500 people after the resurrection. We looked at how his group of frightened disciples who are in hiding suddenly became bold and proclaimed the risen Jesus across the world. And now billions of people have experienced a relationship with the risen Jesus. I became obsessed with seeing if this really was true because I understood that if it was true, it would mean everything would change.
And if it wasn't, it didn't matter at all. As Paul goes on to say, if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. I came to the conclusion that it was true. This really was the pivot moment of history, that the resurrection of Jesus really did happen. And because of it, everything has changed. And in the moments in the past year where I felt hopeless, I've revisited and reminded myself of this evidence. Because of the truth of the resurrection, we can have hope from the past. But we can also have hope for the future. Paul writes that death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through Jesus Christ. The pandemic has brought to the forefront of our minds the painful and poignant reality for many of us of death. And in those moments where whatever theories we might have about life and death, whatever we might think we believe, suddenly they get tested. What happens when we die? Is there any hope? Death looks final, and it is, unless Jesus rose from the dead. The risen Jesus gives us hope beyond this life. There is a hope beyond death. Jesus' resurrection has victory over the sting of death. Paul goes on to write that if only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. But Christ indeed has been raised from the dead. As Bishop Leslie Newbigin points out, the resurrection is not the reversal of a defeat that took place on the cross, but rather it is a manifestation of a victory. Thanks to the resurrection of Jesus, we are victorious. We are promised eternal life, life in the kingdom of heaven, where God's peace, his joy, his love and his hope rule. It's not just a hope from the past, it's not just a hope for now, but it's a hope for eternity where every tear will be wiped away, the Bible says. The resurrection guarantees for us what Peter calls a living hope, an anchor for the soul that we can be confident in, especially in those moments that feel most hopeless. And in a world that is so turbulent, so broken, we need that anchor, we need that confidence, we need that hope. One of my greatest role models was my great-grandmother, my mum's mum's mum, who we called Ummi, which means mum in Sinhalese. She was our matriarch and she was always the life of the party, first on the dance floor and last one out. It's probably where I get my raging extroversion from. And this time, last year, when she was living just down the road from us in South London, she collapsed suddenly and she was rushed to hospital. She tested positive for COVID-19 and she later died. She had eight children, 20 grandchildren and 20 great-grandchildren, of which I was the eldest. And I'll always cherish many things about my Ami, but one of the things I'll remember most was her faith. She actually attended the church in Sri Lanka that was destroyed in the bombings on Easter Sunday two years ago. And in the days before she died, she FaceTimed me and she asked me to pray with her right there on the COVID ward. The Wi-Fi was dodgy and I'm pretty sure the camera was facing the wrong way half of the time. But I'll always remember the peace she had. She knew she was going to spend eternity with Jesus. She had a sure hope for her future, even in the face of death. And thanks to the resurrection, a hope of new life, we can have that hope today.
but it's not just a hope for the future. We can also have a hope here in the present. Paul writes to the Corinthians and he says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone and the new is here. How can an event that occurred over 2,000 years ago, almost 2,000 miles away, affect our here and now? What does the resurrection of Jesus mean for our lives in 2021? The resurrection shows that even out of despair, hope can rise. The resurrection points to a truth that the American author Tim Keller calls the great reversal, that even the worst of tragedies can be turned into triumph. The resurrection of Jesus points to a new life, new hope, new joy, here and now, even amidst the shadows of pain. And after the year we've had, that is a cause for great hope. The resurrection of Jesus has implications for every area of our lives today, for our finances, our careers, for our relationships, for our suffering, for our grieving, and for the injustices we see in the world. The civil rights activist and pastor, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. wrote in his letter from a Birmingham jail, quoting the Old Testament prophet Daniel, out of the mountain of despair, a stone of hope. The crucifixion of Jesus is the worst injustice the world has ever known. And yet Jesus' resurrection shows us there is hope to be found. The resurrection means that even in the worst moments of suffering and pain in our lives, hope can be found. God is working in all things to bring new life. And that hope extends to our present here and now. And we've seen that over the last 12 months. There is a huge amount of injustice in the world right now. We've seen the evils of sexism of racism, of injustice in the world today. And yet we know, thanks to Jesus, there is a stone of hope. God is raising up a generation of powerful women and men to expose and fight against these injustices, to say enough is enough, a stone of hope. God wants to bring hope not only to the world around us, but to our lives too. And one of the most Areas of most pain and brokenness for me for so long has been around my family. When I was 10, my parents divorced in a very messy and painful way that meant they were not even able to be in the same room. And this actually happened on Easter Sunday in 2005. And this lasted for over 13 years and meant so much broken relationships and hurt and pain and stress and even anger, not just for my immediate family, but for so many. My mum eventually remarried my stepdad, Kieran, and so days like Easter Sunday always meant pain for me and my family. Who would we spend time with? Would we upset someone? And so I didn't know what hope might look like for me. I thought we were stuck with this painful, complicated mess. But after putting my faith in Jesus at university, I started to get involved here at HDB Church. And on Easter Sunday in 2018, 13 years after the most painful Easter my family had experienced, I invited my dad to church. And after the talk, the speaker gave an invitation for anyone who would like to receive the love, forgiveness and hope of the risen Jesus into their lives. And my dad put his hand up. And shortly after, I invited my mum on Alpha here at HDB. And it, it hasn't been an easy process by any means. It's taken bravery, mainly from my mum, and it's taken courage and many real honest conversations, but I remember just before lockdown being able to gather around my kitchen table and share a meal together as family, all of us under one roof. 
I've seen resurrection power from the ashes of pain from that Sunday in Easter 2005 turn into the embers of hope in my own life. What would it look like for you to invite this resurrection power into all the areas of your life that you most long to see transformation in, to see hope in? God wants not only to bring hope, but to use us as agents of hope in a broken and hurting world. We have a hope from the past, thanks to the death and resurrection of Jesus. We have a hope for the future, an eternity spent with him. And we have a living hope here in the present to see our lives, to see the city, and to see the world transformed. In Jesus' name. Amen.